0: Merry Christmas! Oh, yeah! It's the Merry Christmas episode! Yay! Da, 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 the episode that
1: everybody wanted, even though they didn't ask for it!
0: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> kid I had a Rams hat for kids and mom mom and I went to I don't know like a department store or something and we picked it up and it was like my favorite hat and what it was what was kind of cool it was this little um, you know Ram character that like like a mascot or something and I've never seen it really before and actually I found a little doll of it you know from the 80s or something I bought it on eBay so I have it in my office
1: the actual oh, Ram me. doll?
0: Yeah, this little doll. And the, the thing with it that's funny is this little cartoony character, he's got a blue football helmet that has holes in it, and his Ram horns come out of the holes of the football helmet and curl around the outside of the helmet. So if you've seen the Ram's football helmet, it's just a blue helmet with right, Ram horns painted it on the side. Yeah. So what it is is he has real horns in place of the football colored horns, that makes so sense. So it's really cool. That so cool. I had a little hat with this little guy on it. And he's holding a ball or something like that, and I used to wear it all the time. And there's pictures of me wearing it and everything. And what happened is one day we were driving on the freeway. And my parents used to have a jeep, and they oh, had a no. jeep jeep with a soft top. <laughs> so you know we're going. We were on the freeway for I don't know how long, but there was we must have done something. The gust of wind blew it off, and that's it. Like, yeah. That's it. And There's I'm no like, more. pull over and let's <laughs> find this hat. <laughs> How and old I were still, you? I don't know, six. He so had because it's
1: crazy that you remember it with that vivid detail too. Because he had to be really young. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, and I was pissed and. And, like, I cried. And, like, even, like, kind of, like, the joke would be, like, if you asked my mom, like, what was my saddest day of my life? And she'd probably be, like, oh, the day he lost his Rams hat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah. That's a, that's like it's probably darn close to one of your first really important memories. You remember you remember the movie Inside Out, like the core memories. Yeah, like that was yeah. one of your that's first core, core, mem- core mem- memories. <laughs> it's part of my sad memory and my football memory. That's sad Here, I'm football.
0: Gonna, I'm gonna ask my sister real quick on a text. What? <laughs> what would you? Say my saddest day <laughs> in my life was.
1: <laughs> All right, what are you drinking? That looked like a big mug you got there.
0: Look at this thing.
1: Look at that. That's awesome.
0: I think it's a 32 ouncer. That's awesome. What's no, in this there? Is a 20, That's dark a 25 too. Ounce-er. Yeah. It's um, it's a Chimay Grand Reserve, oh, with, one with a blue label. So good. I have two bottles of it. Well, one, one in a glass. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I got these um, God, I think it was for my birth, like my 40th birthday. So it's you know, two and three qu- or a year and three quarters ago, my um cousin Matt and his uh, wife Andrea came out, and Andrea was a great hostess person. And bought stuff that we would like. So she got some apocryphal red wine mm. that uh, Lisa and I like a lot. That's she good does stuff. too, yeah. so that we've always had it. And and then she bought the Chimay that she likes. And she and I like drank a bunch. At, like I think it was like Matt's birthday or one of the kids' birthdays. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's. And a if you can kind of see, I got this like this Celtic Trinity kind of yep, logo. I see the Trinity logo on there. Yep. And Lisa bought this um, mug at the Highland Games once. So she's like, "This is great," and I don't think we've ever used it. So I said, "You know what? This is the day to do
1: it." Yeah, absolutely. That's a fantastic. You got the, you got the great. Um, what what's it called? The Trappist beer, right the inside Trappist that beer, that Trinity
0: my mug. Celt, yeah. My Celtic <laughs> mug, and...
1: yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I'm just drinking a uh, a vanilla porter from Breckenridge Brewery. It's a Colorado beer. It's also dark. It's porter. Yeah. So it's a uh, um it's all, right, it's, all right, it's all right. I've been trying these different uh, uh vanilla porters. I tried one from and Kugel. That was actually pretty good. Um I I don't know if you know you know Lining Kugel, right? They are usually really sweet type they're, of beers. Those fruity beers. Yeah. They had a vanilla porter. It was pretty good. It was it was a little sweet. This one's a lot sweeter. I did not expect this to be as sweet as it, as it is. Um but it's out of Breckenridge, Colorado, and so I was like, let's give this a try and see if it's any good. Um GB bought me, she would, she's, uh, she's gotten brave, uh, uh, going to Smith's and uh, buying um, a six pack sampler for me. And she's like picking beers that she thinks I'll like. And so, so she's like, I think you'll like this. I'll think you'll like this. And she'll, she'll just go out and pick stuff. And I'm like, that's awesome. And so she picked this one for me and decided to drink it tonight um, because she knew I liked the lining kugel, even though they're a little bit sweeter than I expected them to be. Um, but uh, they, this is, uh, this is better than the lining kugel, um, the Breckenridge brewery. But.
0: Oh, I was gonna say some, some of the Lyman and Kugels. If it's not all the fruity stuff, they're pretty darn good.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But this one is, uh,
1: <laughs> I think I think Gerald's favorite beer is a Lyman and Kugel. Um, uh, what was it? The lemon berry shandy. Yeah, so that's that's his favorite one. I think. <laughs> that's it's super fruity, but the, yeah. they're
0: all right, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, before we jump yeah.
1: into the. Uh, um, to the main content with like the movies and stuff like that. Do you could do you want to do news stuff?
0: Oh yeah! Breaking news. It's Channel Six Action News. Extra, extra! New rules on churches. Hey kid, here's a dime. Give me the paper. I'll have David read it. See <laughs> that works. Yeah. So. Thanks,
1: So you you remember, um, you remember, you remember, yeah, you remember, Cuz? You remember. Uh, (laughs) You remember. Back uh, uh, several months ago, uh, Calvary Chapel um, uh, brought a lawsuit against the state of Nevada and and, um, uh, Governor Sisolak for unfair treatment of churches. And they lost. They lost uh, pretty bad. And then... um, Let me tell
0: you, I was shocked when they lost.
1: I was too, actually. I did not think that that was going to lose. I was like, how the heck does this even work? But hey, they lost. And then um, the New York case went to the Supreme Court and they won. And basically the same thing. And so that was
0: the state Supreme Court, right? Or was it the U.S. Supreme no, Court? No, the
1: U.S. Supreme Court. It was a five to four uh, ruling. And of course, you know, the, the three that, uh, that you'd expect, the three newbies, um, Gorsuch, uh, um, What's her name? Uh, Amy. Uh, Amy Barrett? A C B. Yeah, that's that's the lady, and then, and then yeah, there you go, and then uh, um, A C B. Yeah, and then what's uh, what's the other guy's name? The other new guy. I can't remember his name anymore. Anyway, um, I probably should have looked this up before I started talking. Anyway, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. That's the guy. Um, and then
0: who the lead judge, the head judge? Yeah. So what's, who's who's?
1: Well, what's funny is uh, here's the best part of that story because that was the that was the uh, the Catholic Church versus the state of New York, right?
0: Yeah, it was um it was the Bro- Diocese of Brooklyn.
1: Right. But it's really funny and The
0: Diocese Be- of Brooklyn is the only diocese that is hundred percent urban. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, the Diocese of Brooklyn, which is different from the Diocese of New York, because the Diocese of Brooklyn, um, it it is only the Bronx and Queens. And New York City, the most populated boroughs are the Bronx and Queens. So they're they're they they're there's like, I don't know, five million people or something, or four or something million people on that, you know, the tip of Long Island, which are the Bronx and Queens. Where Staten Island. Oh, did I say the Bronx? Brooklyn and Queens. Brooklyn if and I Queens. I said that. Yeah, Brooke, sorry. Because you said and Bronx. Queens. Yeah. Yeah, I did twice, probably. Yeah. Sorry. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> For someone who knows his geography, I really messed up. That's okay.
1: Sorry. To me, New York is everything that happened in Home Alone.
0: Okay, Home Alone Two.
1: Yeah, Home Alone Two.
0: Yeah, sorry, Brooklyn and Queens is in the Brooklyn Diocese. Where the Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, are all in the Diocese of New York, and then the Diocese in New York goes a little bit farther north. You know, getting like a uh, Dutchess County and like, you know, all those um, you know, those uh, southern counties that are connected to you know, where Yonkers and stuff is in Westchester County, all this Southern New York stuff. And then, then it starts breaking off into all the, uh, the, the other, you know, pretty much if it's a big city in New York, they got the diocese like Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany. And there's one up north and then there's one for the rest of Long Island, something like that. So, but, you know, they don't have any Elkos in their uh, diocese. Right, so it's all straight city. Because it's, it's all city. It's like, Downtown,
1: which makes that really interesting, because like you, you, you look at any, um, any map when it lights up Republican or Democrat. Usually, the more densely populated cities are going to end up going Republic or, I'm sorry, are going to end up going Democrat, and then you have this, um, this. I, I don't know the uh, political dynamic of Brooklyn itself, but I can guess. <laughs> um, I guess
0: it's more. It's probably more, more Democrat than it's been before. It's full of. Hipsters now, opposed to right. like when it used to be, you needed to walk there in the daytime.
1: Right, <laughs> and then going up against uh, um, Cuomo and and the state of New York and uh, and taking it all the way to the Supreme Court and actually winning. Um, that
0: uh, churches need churches need people. Yeah,
1: I mean, like that, of... that's to come out of New York. So that was that was uh, uh, that was pretty awesome. Um, but <laughs> interesting side note, um, a friend of mine was telling me that uh, actually six of the judges that are on the Supreme Court right now are Catholic uh, and professed Catholic. And, uh, and I'm like, well, which one of them did not vote for? Because <laughs> there was so a five to four. Sotomayor. <laughs>
0: ben Sotomayor did it, it. It
1: could be. <laughs> and so anyway, um, and so because of that ruling, it started rolling out that other. It um, set a precedent. Exactly. It set a precedent, so we were able to 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 appeal. And, uh, uh, what was it two days ago, the governor in Colorado, uh, released the, the, um, the restrictions on churches there because of the same, same reason. And so we were expecting that to come out. And so w- that's why we held off on putting out like the, okay, the, this week's masses are open for, you know, in-person registration and stuff like that. And then it came out late on Tuesday that's, uh, um, that ours was reversed. And so, Today I spent uh, spent all day trying to figure out exactly how many people we can fit, if, especially for Christmas masses coming up next week, and uh, getting it all set and ready. Mm-hmm.
0: And so yeah, we, we are at nine thirty, baby.
1: Yeah, we are open at uh, um, at twenty five percent capacity max, or as as many we can fit six feet distance with one another. So
0: good. I'm happy about that. Oh yeah. Who's the deacon that was uh, Pepe's dude? Deacon Al. Yeah, he, Didn't passed he just away. pass away I mean, he sure did. That's the guy. That's the guy. I'm like that dude breaks fingers for Joe. <laughs> Maybe. who knows? Look at him. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the movie back to school?
1: No, I haven't ever seen back to school.
0: Oh, you seen rocky? Yeah. okay. Bert Young plays uh Paulie, okay? Adrian's brother. So in in Back to School, it stars uh, Rodney Dangerfield. And the whole premise of this story or something is uh, he never went to college, but he started a company called Tall and Fat. And it's supposed to be, you know, know, clothes for fat guys and tall guys. And he made a bunch of money. And then, you know, he's super rich or whatnot. And then he finds out later, then, you know, 10 minutes in the movie, he catches his wife cheating on him. So he's all pissed off about that. he's like, well, what do I do? And la-da-da-da. he's like, you know what? I'm going to go see my son at college. And he goes to see his son. And then he enrolls in college. And he can't get into college. But then he pays to build a library. So then he gets in college. Nice. (laughs) And Ned Beatty's the dean. And his name is Dean Martin. So I think that's funny. (laughs) So, but the thing is, his guy, Lou, is Burt Young. And he's in it the whole time, and there's a part where he's like, you know, he's like, oh, you know, I don't get physical, I get mad. And when I get mad, Lou gets physical. You Wanna make something of it? Oh
1: No, no, I never get physical. I just get upset. When I get upset, <laughs> yeah, he gets physical.
0: That's Deacon Al, you can <laughs> leave, the, leave this in, because I love Deacon Al, and that's what I felt like. Yeah. That if somebody got Joseph Pepe you know, a little mad, yeah. he'd be like, hey, you know. I don't. I don't get mad. Deacon Bishop Al Pepe.
1: gets mad. Bishop Pepe doesn't get mad. <laughs> Bishop Pepe might get mad, and then Deacon Al gets physical. <laughs> oh, another. Um, I want to give a shout out too. I had a conversation, a great conversation, with Tiffany Madsen. Do you know Tiffany? Tiff over at St. Joe's.
0: Yes. Oh, I love Tiffany.
1: Yeah, she's awesome, right? So she is stuck in a um, in a very difficult position, and she is working her butt off. Um, and so she's, uh, she is, she's the, uh, youth minister for middle school, high school, young adults, and she's handling RCIA for adults and RCIA for kids. Right. So she's got a lot of stuff she's that she's doing in, in that area. Well, she called me because she's freaking out, uh, about just things just exploding and there's so much to do. And she feels like she doesn't know what she's supposed to do. And then she, she tells me, um, what she's doing for confirmation particularly, cause that's where she wanted the most help. And, um, And she talks about how she has her um, confirmation students are putting in, like, they're answering all these questions and, um, like, they have this questionnaire or whatever. And then she's building the classes based off of their answers for the questions. I'm like, that's a great idea. I'm like... Oh, you
0: mean, like... When they're like, "Hey, I don't understand um, um, praying to statues." Yeah, well, stuff like that. We'll do a class on veneration versus worship.
1: Exactly, or or um, what is uh, what do you, what what is the Eucharist or whatever you know? And then they'll answer a question however they understand it, and then um, they'll do a class on that. And I'm like, that's a great idea because then then um, especially if you're labeling the classes, what the questions are. And then you're answering the actual need that's there. I'm like, so like, and she felt, she was feeling really down on herself. And I'm like, no girl, you've got this. And that is good. Yeah, that was really good. And, and so, um, so just shout out to her and hopefully, hopefully she's feeling encouraged. So,
0: cause I had that idea too, where I wanted to say, Hey, here's a box of questions put those in and we can reference it right but the problem is it was at class and nobody filled anything and nobody turned it in oh if yeah you send it a, but if i sent it ahead of time
1: so here's what maybe, i do with that whenever um whenever i have like boxes and so and i want to and i want to do q a's so um, everybody everybody gets a card and i say i tell them like all right guys this is the, the time that you fill out the card everybody's got like five minutes to fill out the card or however many time i set out on the, on the clock or whatever And I say, like, it doesn't matter if you don't have a question, you need to write something on there. You can write, I don't have a question, I'm just going to doodle here for two minutes, or I think you're ugly, or you're stupid, or whatever. I don't care what you write on the card, but everybody has to write something down. So that way, the person sitting next to you or around from you that might really have a question, but might be, you know, too... too, This way they're uh, not intimidated. Yeah, they might be too self-conscious about writing down their own question because you're not writing anything down. Well, now they everybody's writing. They might just feel a little bit braver to write down a question. So I've actually gotten tons of really good questions doing that's it that great way. That's a idea. Yeah, that's why I did it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was happy when we started doing like the evaluations for our class, Lisa and I did. I'm trying to remember if we did one in the beginning. like. You know, like what are things you're thinking of and stuff like that. But we did them at the end, so. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of liked it because people actually filled them out, and when they said nice things about us, I was like, "Oh, yeah, it yeah. is worth doing this." Oh,
1: and you pulled so many core team members came from your classes. Yes, remember that. Yep.
0: <laughs> oh, get this! I set up my phone. I had to uh-huh. put a passcode on it, and I hate passcodes. But now I'm kind of glad because now Robert can't use my phone. But yeah. I've, I set up the thing with my fingerprint. Pretty cool. Even <laughs> though this is like five years ago technology.
1: We just did an episode where you're like, I'm not a boomer. I'm the Edge of Gen X. But that was probably one of the most boomer things you've ever said on the show. Did your sister text you back? Yeah. What'd she say? Your
0: Rams had on the freeway. Did she really? No kidding. <laughs> That's goodness. awesome. That's not okay,
1: Neil. You didn't, you didn't have sadder moment, moments than the Rams hat.
0: For some reason, the Rams hat is the saddest I no, moment. I have no grandparents. I have four grandparents that have died.
1: I know. Your two parents, parents that have died. Your a cat that died.
0: But the Rams hat is the saddest, is the saddest moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she said I first thought the balloon at disneyland but nah ram's (laughs) at the balloon at disneyland oh i totally let go of that thing and it shot up to the freaking
1: stratosphere and i'm like no she she didn't even say i I totally thought first your mom or your cat no i thought first this balloon at disneyland this one time
0: (laughs) that was a tough day
1: (laughs) oh man yeah All right, you want to get to the topic that we're supposed to be talking about? All right. Movies.
0: Wait, I want to break this because I don't want to feed in from that. Well, maybe I don't know. (laughs) Okay. All right. I composed the actual list. Oh, look at that. Yeah, you sure did. Wow. Like... Two pages. It's like, what's funny is, and there's even more stuff on here that I didn't write down, but uh, I I was talking to Lisa, and she's like, what are you going to talk about? And I said, we're going to talk about Christmas movies. And then she's like, like Jesus Christmas movies? And I said, ah, <laughs> just Christmas just... movies. And then she's like, oh, really? And I said, yeah, I actually did research for this. This is the first podcast I think I did research for. <laughs> you prepared for it in advance. <laughs> of all the other things, I send you
1: articles, <laughs> I send you documentaries. <laughs> Which one gets them? The one about the Christmas movies. <laughs>
0: I didn't even do a lot of... Re- I did I did half-ass research on a comic book that I was going to review. <laughs> That's true. That it was my idea to review it. <laughs> all
1: right, well, so the, here, here's the premise, guys. So what we're going to do, we'll do this in four categories, all right? Are we oh, sticking good, to the four categories?
0: I, oh, no, no, you, you tell me those because I've made seven categories.
1: No, we're doing oh, the thanks. four categories. We're not going to do seven categories. All right, category number one, all right? So category number one, is going to be a uh, top classic christmas film and by classic like it has to be before you know the 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 20s and stuff like that I, uh, the 20s I'm sorry the 20s the 2000 it has to be before the 2000s right so we, we we're Uh-oh. not going to do oh, we're I not going to say color <laughs> before color i mean we you could you could do that if you no, want to I'm just to. kidding shut up <laughs> kidding. then we're going to have we have a whole lot of categories but i'm just saying anything before 2000 I'm going to consider it as potential classic, you know, because that's 20 years ago. That that could be considered a classic film for a lot of people. I think, because okay. um, I think a lot of people would consider Home Alone a classic film. And what okay. was that, 93 or something like that? 90. Oh, 90 Nine what? Zero. Nine, Nine zero. 90. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure when it was, but uh, um, yeah. So so I would think that anything before 2000 we can consider in the top classic Christmas films. So what's All your right. pick?
0: I, I think my favorite Christmas movie, and it's definitely a classic, and and I'm gonna tell you this is I will tell you which movies I don't think are Christmas movies, but but you know I'll give them credit or something, but um, uh, my favorite easily is It's a Wonderful Life. Are we- And yeah. it is such a good movie, and I might not even totally consider it a Christmas movie because it's only Christmas at you know the very end, right? You know,
1: it is a great movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's so good. It's it's yeah. one of my favorites. If it's on, I want to see it. Um, yeah. What I love is that NBC has been doing it. That uh, they'll do it like uh um like they'll do it like the twenty third or something like that or. Or, or the Saturday before Christmas and then the, the, what I love is then they'll play it on like New Year's Eve sometime or something like that and then you know I just want to sit and watch it and I I remember on the 23rd you know guy okay, gotta be about five years ago or something oh even longer because before Lisa and I got married even so um you know, I, I bought it on Amazon Prime or something, so I have it on, like, a digital copy and of DVD. And, nice. But, I mean, I, when it was in the theaters about three years ago, I made Lisa go with me to see it, you know.
1: Yeah, that's a great film. And we actually talked about that film before, too, because the um, the bread, the salt, and the wine.
0: Bread that this house may never know hunger.
1: Salt that life may always have flavor.
0: And wine that joy and prosperity may reign forever. Enter the Martini Castle.
1: Yeah, I love that. Uh, um, my favorite scene probably is the honeymoon scene where they, uh, you know, they get into the house, and then the friends in the um, rain. Yeah, that's such a good scene. And they sing. Do you know song. who those
0: two guys' names are? No, who are those guys? They're, there's the cop and the taxi driver, and their names are Bert and Ernie. That's right, Bert and Ernie. I totally you to that. And that's where they got the names, Bert and yeah. Ernie, for Sesame Street. That's right. Oh,
1: I totally uh, forgot about that.
0: I love you truly, truly. remember the night we broke through windows in this old house this is what
1: i wished for it's a beautiful scene it's a good movie oh that's um, great the guy who who does everything for everybody else and feels like he's he's given his life away um and then finds out that that's that's actually the per- the point the purpose and that's how he had a wonderful life was giving his life away and that's that's such a great theme yeah i like that movie too um, I Another, picked for... Oh, go ahead. Oh, wait.
0: Before, I want to do a quick fact, fun fact. Oh, go for One it. One thing, too, is, um, you know, in our age demographic, we might be just a little young on that side, but before us, there was a point in the 70s where the copyright law um, ran out for that, and somehow the whoever owned it, I don't know, because Republic Pictures made it, but I think they went bankrupt and stuff after that, but... Hmm, yeah, because I think it because it was actually a, a flop at the box office.
1: Oh, I didn't and know the that. Movie,
0: yeah, it's a flop at the box office. It came out, I think, in the summer or something like that. So that's why I'm not even, you know, sometimes you may say it's not a Christmas movie, you know, or whatever. But um, it, it it did all that, and I think what it did is it bankrupted Republic Pictures, so or something like that. So they they lost, you know, because of that. Which is funny because it's the most classic of their films.
1: Yeah, that's I think that's all
0: one. Frank Kappa movies and stuff. But um so there was a point in the 70s where it fell out of copyright because they didn't re- um reapply for their copyright or something and that's why every, you know, you know, channel 33 or whatever oh, UHF funny. station was able to show it so often at Christmas was because it did, they didn't have to pay for it. So there used to be a joke when I was a kid that it's a Wonderful Life was on all the time, and now I know why because of copyright issues, and and then as I got a little older, it was never on TV. Like I would said, like it's on, it's on. NBC has like the rights now, and they show it once in you know twice a year or three times a year or something. But back in the day, it was on all the time. I mean, I remember Arsenio Hall did a joke or something about how he took every copy of It's a Wonderful Life, and so it was all VHS copies, and they <laughs> rolled over it with a steamroller because he was like he was tired of watching it or something like that because it used to be on so much. So that's that's got to be at least like nineteen ninety or something. But right. but yeah, I think it was about uh, you know in the early nineties when the copyright came back in.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's but I can talk
0: about this movie all day. Here, you tell something. Different.
1: Alright. So uh, my my pick in this category was a Christmas story.
0: You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas.
1: And uh I know that wouldn't <laughs> be <laughs> I know that wouldn't be like a lot of people's pick, but I picked that one uh just because of the nostalgia. Like I grew up in northern Utah and you know, we would have those those winters where like three feet of snow, we would have these snow banks that are like seven, eight feet tall or whatever, and um I remember uh, growing up and feeling like um, Randy, where, like, you can't they put your put arms, down. arms down. Yeah, because they got you bundled up in all these things. And, like, I remember, like, it being physically difficult to put your arms down. And I remember having conversations with people about sticking your tongue to a pole. I
0: triple dog, there
1: you. I remember actually sticking my tongue to a pole, you know, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. and um, and I and get into the, the bar in the freezer. <laughs> Did you really? yeah (laughs) where in in new york or where in la no in my freezer oh in your freezer oh (laughs) i
0: thought (laughs) i thought you said a
1: bar oh it was a bar it's like
0: um you know like you know how you put milk in the door Uh of your refrigerator but there's a little bar across of it
1: oh gotcha gotcha
0: yeah, that, that does sound like a Neil thing to do. But yeah, so what I did is I was a kid, they had that bar that goes across so that you could put things in the door of the freezer and it doesn't fall over. So I put my tongue to it, it kind of got stuck. So I, I think yeah. I might have ripped it off to do that. But then there was a search retreat where we're up at Lee Canyon, at Camp Lee Canyon, and it snows and stuff and one of the guys one of the you know, of course here I am as a young adult and you know, some teenager's like, Hey, I bet you can't stick your tongue to it I was like Pfft. So I did. <laughs> but see the trick is you gotta go like ah, and yep. like heat it up so you can do it. But I think I did it wrong and like I couldn't get enough of my mouth to cover it. So I didn't want my lips to stick. <laughs> so I just ripped <laughs> it off. And I, oh, I was no. like ah, so I had to play oh. all cool But it was yeah. Oh
1: yeah That's fantastic Yeah I um, We had a chain link fence In our backyard So yeah That was that was the experiment Right there Just sticking your tongue To the chain link fence um, And it sticks Just if, if anybody Was still wondering about that uh, But no The fire department Did not have to come And rescue me And I always thought That that was like The most messed up thing in, in and In that movie The fire department comes And they just it's Rip his tongue flick. off <laughs> they don't pour they don't pour hot water they don't they don't try to do any of that stuff they just rip them they just yeah, rip them off, off. <laughs> but it, the flick. my favorite part about this movie is um that the it's one of those like hidden things like you know you watch Mary Poppins and then you realize that Mary Poppins doesn't come for the Banks' children Mary Poppins comes for the for Mr. Banks mm-hmm. to to change his heart and you don't realize that till you watch the movie like 18 times um but in uh, in the Christmas story, the dad is played down so much, like he's absent, like he's not listening, like he doesn't know what's going on in people's lives. And it's the dad who's like, This kid gets the BB gun. This kid, you know, he, I had one at his age, and, and 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 that's I think that's just the the great the the great moment of of a Christmas story is like this dad who seemed to be absent was was present the entire time. Just not in a way that you'd expect. Not paying attention in a way that you expect, but definitely cared for his kids and definitely was um, was present. He knew what his son really wanted for Christmas. You know, and I thought that that was that was really cool.
0: Not a finger. I have a couple things with the Christmas story. One is when I was a little kid and I saw it. I did not realize that the movie was only a few years old. Because I thought it actually took place in the like it was made in the forties. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Because I don't know, you know, because I was a little kid in the eighties. I didn't realize how new it was. Right. You don't Uh, realize
1: like movies movies that take place in the past uh, were filmed in the past.
0: (laughs) Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. And then I don't. I yeah. I was also that kid who would watch uh, shows in syndication. Because here's the, di- the difference with kids now is they'll be like oh why do they use a phone that's hooked up to the wall okay it's older but I mean I'd watched some shows in syndication from the 70s and I didn't realize they were they were older shows I just thought that different strokes came out at three I didn't realize <laughs> there was a primetime show that came out before I was born you know but then I also didn't realize the fact that you know there are episodes when the kids were young and now the kids are older yeah <laughs> You know, I didn't realize there was that many years between them (laughs) that they're all repeats, you know, because it's like I don't remember seeing the same ones twice. But I noticed that we flipped through like season 10 and season one, you know, but so, yeah, I did the same thing with uh, Miracle on 34th Street. I thought there were two versions of it. Well, there were there are now. Yeah, there are. But when I was a kid, there, they sometimes, like I said, they was on in color in color. Mm-hmm. And then there was one in black and white. And I was like, well, that's the black and white one, and this is the color one. And I didn't realize <laughs> that it was the same movie. That's funny. Because I was a little kid. And it's yeah. like, I thought it was like, one was the original, what was the the, the newer one? <laughs> Lo and behold, by the time I was in high school, they did make a second one. But um, but the other thing, too, is my dad always told me a story about when he went to see in the theater with his friends, and there's the part where he's shooting the... Uh, the the crooks and stuff for scaling the walls Uh with his and then they all had the X's on their eyes when they were dead and apparently my dad and his friends who went to see this they laughed so hard like one of them was rolling and like actually fell out of the chair and like fell on the floor in the aisle and like (laughs) that's the thing and I used to love Christmas Story but let me just tell you I think when TBS or whoever did it and they're like it's Christmas we're gonna do Christmas Story all day long
1: all day long I remember that that was awful I never do that No, we should do and that and I got
0: burned out of it and then I think with everybody else saying how much they loved it and then I just I think there was a point where I'm like you know what I don't really like this that much <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like from a movie I love to a movie that's like boom oh, you know, it went real yeah. fast and I don't know why but I still like it yeah
1: I love the soundtrack too like how like just the fun how they how they put it all together and then how they how they incorporated Peter and the Wolf in there with the bullies and that. stuff like that, that was you funny. remember what the uh, what the book was was called in um, the Christmas Story the book that it's based off of no in God we trust all others pay cash the Gene Shepherd one oh. um <laughs> Which I always thought was funny. I've heard but, that before, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Joel says he wants oh. a leg dive now.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, that's that like
0: awesome. when uh, Ralphie's like, oh, I'll say. You know, he's caressing it. <laughs> yeah. And the mom's like, no. <laughs>
1: that would be GV. Right. All right, so now um, so that's for classic movies. That's top classic movies. Now, um, the next category. <laughs> Top new newer Christmas films, so it has to be after two thousand and forward.
0: Okay, what do you have for twenty tens?
1: Oh, I have. um, Oh, hold on one second. I got anything? Or
0: two thousands?
1: Yeah, mine. The movie I picked was two thousand seventeen. This was actually the hardest category for me to fill. Also,
0: Um, why did you make it so? You could have made classics, or you could have made from like nineteen ninety of. Yeah, I know,
1: but I could, I could have, I could have done that. But then I was like, well, let's do, uh, let's do something a little bit more. Cause I could have put different. something like the Santa
0: Claus or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I wanted something. I wanted to have a category of like something that would be difficult for us to choose because I knew that this one would be. Um, I chose Angela's Christmas.
0: That's the baby Jesus from the church. He's supposed to be sleeping in his crib, and you have him here. In the freezing cold?
1: Angela's Christmas 2017. It's a Netflix original, and um, it's the story. It's set in Ireland in the 1910s. And so it's the story of this um, little girl who, her family, they go out to Midnight Mass. And um, after she's, she goes, uh, after Midnight Mass, she goes back to the church, and she says, Mom, I just want to go into the church for a little bit. And she kidnaps the baby Jesus from the uh, nativity scene. Because Because he's just there wrapped in swaddling clothes with his arms all out, and she's like, he's cold. And so she kidnaps the baby Jesus, and she takes him on this night of adventure.
0: We'll get you home, get you all warm and snuggly, and wrap you up like a little holy sausage.
1: She takes him to like this candy shop, and she takes him all over the place just to get him warm, and she puts a sweater on him. And the whole thing is just it's just so beautiful because she's like there this they're obviously this this poor Irish family um, dad's absent for reasons unknown and or I think maybe he's off at work or, or something else has gone on with the, I don't remember what, but something else has gone on with uh, um, with dad but otherwise he's he's not present uh, and she just has this this sense that I got to take care of this baby I got to make sure this baby is warm and take care taken care of Um and I'm like, this is great uh, It's just a really endearing film And it's short, I like that also um, I think it's what, 40 mm-hmm. minutes or something like that You say 40 minutes? 40 cool. minutes, yeah Oh no, 30 minutes, it's even shorter than shorter than that Oh, that's
0: not even a movie, that's like a special it's,
1: It is cl- closer to a special
0: Yeah, I'm looking at movies from the 2010s There's like nothing there that I know or there's some that I see that I see that I'm like I didn't see any, I didn't see these but I would watch it maybe, and then in the two thousands there's Love, Love Actually. Actually. Love Actually. My sister loves that. I thought it was all right. Yeah. Jack uh, the Halls. I didn't see that. The Holiday. Course, yeah. I thought was a good movie. I didn't realize it was a Christmas movie. It was called um, The Holiday. Huh? That's yeah, the one it. where. Uh, yeah, but I thought it was because of vacation because it was when, what's her name? Um, Cameron Diaz goes to England and Kate Winslet yep. goes to America, and she dates Jack a holiday. Black. Whatever, yeah. And oh, I see G what you law. mean. Holiday, but holiday. Yeah, it it is, go on holiday. It is a holiday.
1: It, they do they do go on holiday, but it actually takes place during Christmas. Also,
0: yeah, I forgot about that. Then there's the Grinch. I didn't like that. In the Neither 2010s, I. I there's terribly. the other Grinch that I didn't see. Well, that was also um, terrible. So you're not missing anything. Okay, good. Bad Santa I never really watched it yeah, now we'll watch what's, what's funny that. is they have black <laughs> they have two remakes of Black Christmas which is a horror film there's one in 2006 and then then one only a few years ago so oh here we go eight Crazy nights with Adam Sandler
1: foul on this kid for eating everything in sight huh? jelly jugs next time you come on my court you better wear a bra okay <laughs> He was just kidding, son. You got very nice boobs.
0: There you go. <laughs> the animated film for the Hanukkah. season. For the Hanukkah season. Yeah. Actually, I saw that in the theater when my cousin Jay said it. I liked it a lot. It was fun. <laughs> oh, Mickey's Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Which there is, you go. <laughs> That's a special. That one was pretty good too. I think Once I think a, I liked the Once Upon a Christmas was better, but I think the Once Upon, upon the late was 90s. better. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But, Oh, there's a remake of Prancer. Twelve Men of Christmas. I don't think they're angry. But, yeah. No, so just pass People me. get that reference. I did, if you were going to go Christmas specials, uh, there's one I put under my TV Christmas specials that came out in 2014 called How Murray Saved Christmas. North of the North Pole and south of the stars lies a quaint little village called Stinky Cigars. The name is so awful that folks pass right by it. It's a trick that we use to keep our town quiet.
1: There you go. Man.
0: Did you ever see that?
1: Uh, I, don't, I don't. I didn't see that one. No. But, but you're that, happy that I put something. I am happy um, you put something. Yeah, I do have a list of Christmas
0: <laughs> specials. So, um, um, what's it called? How Murray Saved Christmas is a story of a guy named Murray, and he like works in a deli. But he works in a deli in like. Holiday Town where, like, the Easter Bunny and, I guess, Christopher Columbus for Columbus Day and, and other, um like, who else was there, too? I forgot the pictures. I saw it then, and I thought it was great, but I haven't seen it since, so I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> the story, but he, like, goes and does it, and I, I just remember thinking it was, like, it was hilarious. <laughs> and I don't remember the whole point of it, but... <laughs> and like who was it how Murray said Christmas who was the guy Is Jerry Stiller is Murray and then like the elf that's there is uh oh yeah here there's a scene of uh the Easter Bunny Abe Lincoln for President's Day oh the, that's funny uh, uh Christopher Columbus uh uh Leprechaun and then they have a big dragon for Chinese New Year <laughs> the big old Chinese dragons you know the, for the parades yeah yeah and then there's a, a, a groundhog
1: it's groundhog's day that's so funny
0: <laughs> so, like that. so he like has to pretend he's Santa and I guess oh it was a one hour animated special surrounding a surly deli owner Murray Weiner who was never forced seen to step that. into Santa's shoes for one Christmas and bumble his way into doing a great job and then there's like an elf with him and that's done by Sean Hayes and Dennis Haysburg's the narrator but I can't believe
1: i never seen this this looks fantastic
0: it was it was on, you know, it was just on NBC or something like that. I think I just recorded it too. But so I, I was like, I, I got to see this. So I watched it and then like Lisa was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm watching this show. And so I thought it was pretty funny from what I remember. So I think I recorded it. So hopefully uh, Robert likes it when I show it to him.
1: All right, next category. Next category is Christmas movie that's not for kids.
0: Oh. I don't think I have a Christmas movie that's not for kids. Well, What? I mean, I don't know. Like, I didn't pick, like, Black Christmas. Or, or, or what about,
1: like, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation or something like that?
0: Oh, uh, well, that's probably a pretty good one. You know what's funny is I was never really into National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And now it's so funny, too, because, like, I've noticed in, like, the last ten years, like, everybody's like, oh, everybody loves Natural Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And I, when, growing up, I didn't think everybody loved it, but I've never been a big Chevy Chase guy. Neither have I, but and, I like that film. I think that's hilarious. I love Christmas and, Vacation. And I, But what's funny is I loved the European Vacation for some reason. But, <laughs> probably because they had boobs in it. <laughs> yeah, there's no boobs in this one. No, there isn't. But, and you know what's funny, too, is there's a young Johnny Galecki is... Yep. Is Rusty, and uh, Juliet Lewis is... Uh, um, the daughter Audrey. Or, uh, yeah, I can't remember But her what's funny is she's older than him, but in the last two movies, who were also played by different people in each movie, because I don't think they've ever had Audrey and, and Rusty and played us. by the same person twice, but Rusty's the older brother...
1: Oh, that's funny. I didn't realize that.
0: Well, if not, then it sure looks like it, but yeah, I, I guess I could put that, but uh, I mean, is this is this something where we're going to point, is that the choice you picked? No, I picked, a, I picked Die Hard. Welcome to the party, pal! I knew you were going to say that, because I was going to say, <laughs> unless we go to action, because I was going to say, there's a whole series called Silent Night, Deadly Night, with a guy dressed up as Santa who kills people. Sounds like oh, awesome i use that. That'd be uh-huh. up my alley.
1: <laughs> Die Hard. Um, yeah, Die Hard's my my not for kids Christmas film. It's it's such a tradition at my house that we I- watch <laughs> Die Hard on Christmas Eve. Did you know that we, we that, that's what we do at I our watched
0: house. Die Hard with you. Oh, that's not right. on Christmas Eve. It was it was shortly before it, but we were, you were making all those tamales for a fundraiser. Oh, and so yes. I went over to your house, and I was going to help you with something. But we ended up watching Die Hard, and I think I got drunk and took a nap. <laughs> but, I remember that. <laughs> but I watched all of Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. Theo, yeah. it's Christmas. It's a time of miracles. It's
1: Christmas, Theo. It's the time of miracles. So be of good cheer
0: and call me when you hit the last lock.
1: Uh, yeah. My uh, it's not Christmas until we see Hans Gruber be thrown off the top of the Nakatomi Tower so, <laughs> but, oh I had, a,
0: I had a huge argument with my cousin who works in Century City and I'm like dude Nakatomi Tower is in Century City and he's like no it's not it's downtown and I said no it's not he says here I'll give you this it was filmed in Century City but it takes place in downtown I'm like no dude it's <laughs> And then I had to get to a point, and I think... Oh, it was. It was when I was watching it with you. And he gets to a point when he's like, we're in Century City. And I said, ah! And I grabbed the remote, and I stopped it, and then I rewound it. And then I took my <laughs> phone, and I recorded it, say Century City. And I texted that, that video to my cousin to show that in the movie, it was Century City. Also, if you look at the movie, it's like one building. Century City's got a couple of high rises in an area where there's no high rises, but downtown there's plenty of high rises. So I'm like, come on, dude.
1: That's funny. Yeah, but that's uh that's our Christmas tradition here. Christmas Eve is I'm uh I'm watching Die Hard. I usually make a Long Island to last me the night, and I'll usually um it, it was uh, in my younger days it was the uh, tradition of the Strong Island. So um, did I? Did I make you a strong island? Whenever you here? because that was that was no. several years ago. So the strong island is we would These go out, hundreds, right? hunterproof everything, and so everything's hundreds. And um, I did it for my brother-in-law and for Aaron and when Aaron.
0: He... <laughs> because they told me about it, and I said, "Oh, I bet you I can drink those."
1: Yeah, that's what they said. They said, "I they said I'll, I'll drink it. This be fine." They both had one Strong Island and fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> they were just out. I'm like, I, I don't typically finish the one Strong Island, <laughs> and we're watching. And we're watching Die Hard, and they were out. Man, it was so funny. Um, but yeah, that's that's our uh, that's Christmas tradition right there. That's there it doesn't get better than that for me.
0: And I will, and I'm the person who's always like, and, and I will still stick to this, that Die Hard's an action movie that takes place at Christmas, but I will give Die Hard more leniency to being a Christmas film than, let's say, Lethal Weapon.
1: Right. Because it Lethal had a Weapon. Christmas soundtrack.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ode to Joy was pretty much the whole score. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Which I loved. Yep. You know, and then Let It Snow was the end. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, but, um, and and my sister's friend apparently is watching it tonight. She posted on Facebook. She's like, I've never watched Die Hard, but it is a Christmas movie. I'm only 10 minutes in and his wife's name is Holly. Come on.
1: Yep. His (laughs) wife's
0: name is Holly. The only reason why he's able to save her is because they have that Christmas wrapping tape that he's able to, uh, (laughs) it's because it's a Christmas party. Yep. Um there's the whole thing I have a machine gun ho ho ho. Yep. You know, all that kind of stuff it's very Christmasy, you know, centric where let's say lethal weapon takes place at Christmas time but and also being in Los Angeles where it doesn't feel Christmassy but there are parts that are kind of Christmassy but I mean like there's a part when uh, when he's running in Hollywood Boulevard when they have uh, uh Christmas decorations up, which they put up in July, because they filmed it in July or something. And and then there's the, the beginning scene where he's gonna buy a Christmas tree, but he's really buying uh, cocaine. And then he just shows that he's a cop. You want it all? Yep. He wants it all. He wants it all, beautiful. <laughs> all right, congratulations. Maybe a nice
1: six-footer to put it under, huh?
0: <laughs> you want a tree? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what.
1: I'll give you the best tree I got in a lot for nothing. Hey,
0: thanks. He's yep. like, hey, having a nice eight footer to put her under. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's when he says, "Yeah, I'm a, you know, because he puts the badge out there like that's fake." And he's like, "No, nah, I'm a real cop. This is a real gun, or this is a real badge, and this is a real effing gun." Now that's a real badge. I'm a real cop, and this is a real <laughs> gun. That's a great line. But you know, but other than that, there's not a lot. Oh well, at the end when what I love is uh, Mr. Joshua when he comes in the house and there's the 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 TV's on. And and it's a Christmas Carol. It's the 1951 Alistair Sims version of Christmas Carol, which I looked up to see that it was it. <laughs> That's like my dad's favorite, or like the one that dad would always talk about. It's the 51 Alistair Sims Christmas Carol, which is actually called Scrooge, but on all the, the oh. like stuff, uh, like all the packaging and, and they always put a Christmas Carol. It's Christmas Carol. So, in um, that is when. When the guy goes, "What day is it, sir?" and he's like, and he's like, "It's a GD Christmas Day." <laughs> and shoots at the TV with his machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess the weapon is a little more Christmasy than I thought. So, yeah. but I will pick both of those movies. Yeah. All right. Next subject.
1: All right. The next one. All right. Uh, top Christmas movie for kids. Doesn't matter time frame, but definitely it was made for kids.
0: What do you mean by time frame? Oh, jeez, um, classic what or do modern? You what do you I have?
1: picked. I picked. Uh, it was, this one was hard for me, so um, because most of the movies are out here are for kids, um, and I just kind of adopt them as an adult. I wanted one of the Christmas carols because I think uh, just the Charles Dickens movie or the Charles Dickens movie, the Charles Dickens story is. Um, so central to christmas and it's so good um and that i was torn between uh mickey's christmas carol and the muppet christmas carol uh i like mickey's christmas carol because that was my generation's kids introduction to you know uh what's his name charles dickens and it was really good um and, but i like a muppets christmas carol because it's a little bit more um it's a little bit newer uh, and a little bit more true true to the to the Christmas Carol story. Whoa, that's scary stuff. Hey should we be worried about the kids in the audience? No, it's all right.
0: this is culture uh,
1: than uh, the uh, than Mickey's Christmas Carol was, but I see how I see why Mickey's Christmas Carol was the way it was but
0: you you'd have to have um you'd have to have older kids too because let me tell you I have a Mickey's Christmas Carol kind of I wouldn't say failed experiment. But I show Robert it and he had to ask every question about everything. <laughs> he does that anyway for a lot of things, but he's like, Why are you doing this? What's going on? Why is there a giant? Why are they in the snow? Why is Mickey my why is Mickey working for that guy? What's the oh, deal that's with the so colony? What's Rob what's and then I don't think he also got the point of Christmas carols that aren't Christmas carols or, you know, I also got a list of Christmas carols that are um What's it called? Not that are somebody else doing Christmas carols. You know, like it's these guys doing Christmas carol, i.e. Muppets and or Mickey. Oh, yeah. So yep. I would say both of those would be great movies for kids and any of the TV specials that I will probably list in a little bit. <laughs> uh, Robert does like the Grinch, How the Grinch Stoles Christmas. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. Because I made him watch it the other day because he, he didn't want to watch it. He wanted to watch Paw Patrol Christmas again. And I said no, we're watching this. And then on we watching a real I,
1: Christmas movie, kid. <laughs>
0: yeah. Then on Monday when I came home from work, he said, "Dad, let's watch football and the Grinch." I
1: saw you post that.
0: I was like, "That's fantastic!" And I thought that was the coolest thing because he knew it was Monday Night Football. So I said, "All right, let's put it on." And we put it on. We watched the Browns and Ravens. Now you know how when we're when we're recording, and um, and apparently. What's it called? I had softball that night, and I had an eight thirty game, so I didn't get to see the end of the game or nothing. But we watched the first half, and then we put the How the Grinch roll Christmas. If you know fast forwarding, and you know it's like twenty minutes or so, and so which I love the Grinch, you know because yeah, and it's Boris Karloff narration, which I love anyway because I mean the guy's famous for being Frankenstein where he doesn't talk, but he has a beautiful voice of creepy voice so it works great for the narrator and for the Grinch and the Thorn Ravencroft you know musical you know singing of the songs you know Tony the Tiger and a handful of Disney stuff you know he's so good so you know I've always directed by Chuck Jones who did all the Looney Tunes stuff back in the day so I mean you know that's from the 60s and it's so good and the fact that he wanted to see it I was like yes he already watched it once now he wants to watch it again so we watched that during halftime and then I think we watched a little bit more football before I had to go up and get changed before I went to softball and then apparently, like, the game ended, like, at 47 to 42. And I'm like, what the heck? That second half seemed awesome. And, of course, I didn't watch it. But, all right, so let's go with that.
1: All right, next one. That's a good one. I like that. Those were the four categories that I had. Um, oh, is that
0: already all four? Okay, yeah, cool.
1: That was it. So right. what do you got?
0: All right, I got a lot of... Sp-
1: <laughs> Neil was better than his word. He had it all and infinitely more. And to David Hall who edited this episode for seven hours, he ensured a second full day of editing. He had lists of Christmas carols, Christmas specials, and obscure Christmas classics, as this Christmas lover had never known, or any Christmas city, town, or borough in the good old world. And it was always said of him that he had a ton of Christmas film trivia in his head, if any man alive possessed the knowledge. May that truly be said of us, and all of us. And so... As Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone.